on a special Sunday night edition of the Sideline Junkies coming to you hot after AEW's double or nothing pay-per-view. It is out of people's choice. Don Rodriguez along with the Nubian Sumo. And my, 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 nine matches of wonder. And I guess you could ideally call this the WrestleMania for uh, AEW. You can let me know if I stand corrected. But um, this has always been a show where they've done, and, you know, there's only been two of them. But <laughs> there's been a lot of moving and shaking and, and, and title changes and, and epicness that has happened at uh, Double or Nothing's. And this did not disappoint. So we're just going to jump straight into it. Uh, James, how you feeling, my friend? Uh, a little tired after going through all that, but uh, I'll, I'll endure. So, yeah, so we're going to jump uh, really just into the pay-per-view itself with the first three matches. You can tell me what the thoughts were. Uh, we had uh, Brian Page going one-on-one with uh, Hangman Page. Hangman ended up uh, taking a dub on that one. Uh, the Young Bucks fought uh, John, and I say fought, uh, use that loosely because that was a more of a brawl than anything else. Um, fought uh, John Moxley and Eddie Kingston, and then we had the Casino Battle Royale match, which started with uh, the club suit, and that was uh, Christian Cage, Matt Seidel, uh, Powerhouse Hobbs, uh, Dustin Rhodes, and Max Caster. But uh, we had the Joker, the surprise entrance, being your boy Leo Rush. Uh, but o- the overall winner of that was Jungle Boy. So that was the first three big matches of the night on the main show. So what was your thoughts on uh, Cage and Hangman or, or the Bucks versus Mox and, and Eddie or the Casino Battle Royale? Well, Cage versus, Cage versus Hangman was a pretty good way to start the the actual show. Right. Um, they did have a show during the um, the uh, buy-in, which was Serena D versus Rio for the women, the NWA Women's World Championship, which was a pretty which was a pretty good match in itself. So, uh, but which was the one to start off everything, and it was kind of weird because um, watching that match because it was the first match and it was still during the day, so right. you had. You had them dealing with the sunlight being in their eyes on that open end of the uh, of Daly's place. There was mm-hmm. the sun coming in. You could actually see Riho at one point covering her eyes to see Serena Deeb coming off the ropes and coming in for her at one point. So that was that, that was it was interesting that little aesthetic. But um, again, uh, the. Um, Adam Page and Brian Cage match was the rage, as our Jr. put it. Uh, it was a pretty good match. Um, uh, I, it, it was a great way to start the uh, pay per view off, uh, the uh, visual pay per view. Um, then you had uh, what was the second match again? Uh, Young Bucks versus Mox. Young Bucks Eddie versus Mox and Eddie Kingston. Yeah, that that was that was. An interesting match. Just like you said, it was more of a brawl than it was an actual match. The way they were going back and forth with each other, and uh, I was actually surprised that uh, the Young Bucks actually won. I thought they were going to give it to Mox and uh, and Kingston, but uh, yeah, the Young Bucks survived and got through it. And then 
the battle royal was all right. I mean, I think I like the. I like think I've this out of uh, out of all of them that they've had. I think this might be maybe second, maybe last. Uh, yeah. I think they've only had like three at this point uh, of those um, all in battle royals. Um, the surprise being Leo Rush. You know, I was kind of. I don't know how to feel about that because I knew he wasn't going to win. Usually, the usually the, the Joker is somebody that's actually going to have a chance to win or, or or having some type of um, impact on the uh, on the match. But you know, he came in, did his couple of minutes, and then was eliminated. So I mean, you know, I don't know. Uh, the question with him now is after all that mess that I talked about a few weeks ago. With uh, the cruiserweight, the Triple uh, A, Triple A uh, cruiserweight champion, World Cruiserweight Championship, and everything with MLW. Now that he may, is he still with MLW? Is he still with New Japan? As far as uh, New Japan Strong is concerned, you know. Uh, so we'll have to see. But uh, yeah, uh, I I wasn't really, I didn't really get into the battle royal like I have with the ones that have been in the past. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting because if he's not free, then that means that, you know, if he's vying and becomes, let's say, just throwing something out, uh, TNT champion down the road, you know, that would put him in uh, interesting territory uh, with uh, MOW and AEW kind of sharing it. Uh, people. Like uh, we see what's going on with TNA. So that could be something interesting. But then on the New Japan side, with them potentially uh, inking this deal with the WWE, that would put him, if he still has ties to New Japan, and he plans on going back there, pretty much back where he started. And now remember, ML, uh, MJF came from MLW into AEW. So they do have a connection. Right. So, um, yeah, it could happen. It could happen that they start that, you know, that that partnership or that because uh, there are some guys like, can you imagine a Jacob Five Two coming into AEW? They need a Samoan or or, or, con, or contra period. Anybody from contra period oh, coming yeah. into AEW? They need uh, it. The Von Erics showing yep. up. You know, Filthy Tom this- Lawler and Team Filthy and a third organization. So this- yeah. That uh, that old style of you know still running, I guess, or, or pulling off of that WCW flavor, um, the way that they're doing with TNT and TBS, and you know all those just old nostalgia things that you're seeing, even with um, Tully Blanchard and everything, that would just fit right in. And then you know that could get you a, a even though it's a group name, but a death triangle type of match between TNA, MLW and uh aew for the uh heavyweight championship you know three three big dogs three champions vying to become champion kenny omega would uh be uh trying to retain two others will be trying to take so you know that that could be an interesting factor as well so um we'll see uh especially now that everybody i think finally we get to the point to where they're going to start the one-upmanship again and it may kind of set this I guess uh, Friday Night Wars, which is coming up uh, on August uh, 13th uh, with Rampage coming. 
Uh, so it'd be Rampage in an hour going up against SmackDown and down the road. We don't know where uh, Dynamite's going on TNT, but if it hits Monday, um, you know, I think the fact that they're going to be traveling against each other is really going to push both shows. So I think we may be going from, from a quote-unquote day war to the travel wars and to see who's going to put on the biggest show at the at the biggest venue or have the hottest crowd or everything else. So it's going to be pretty interesting. But speaking of crowds, um, A, I thought the crowd was mic'd up really well. And B, that was just, uh, they were just excited. I liked the, uh, the, the stage having some uh, fans up on the stage and the way they changed the, uh, the design of Daly's place to compensate for having a full capacity. Plus, um, I was happy to see that. What was your thoughts on uh, the, the, the crowd element? Oh, yeah, the crowd being back was definitely a difference maker. Um, the not them not having the two entrances like they usually have and just going with the one, uh, it was interesting. They started that Friday night, uh, so I noticed that Friday night. Uh, the pyro needs work. <laughs> well, I mean, they can only do but so much. I mean, so but I mean, if they're gonna do pyro, if they're gonna do pyro, I mean, it's all gonna have. Just, to be- I would say not do it at all if they're gonna do it if, they, if that's what they're gonna do. So. I mean, I mean I'll, I'll do more with the lighting or something than, than with the pyro. Isn't that, uh, wasn't it old school Ring of Honor that had more lasers? Yeah. Yeah, they may have to go with, with more lasers. Yeah, more lasers, more smoke, things. and, you know, yeah. stuff, stuff, stuff like that rather than the actual pyro. You know, save right. the, if you're going to do the pyro, save it for like, you know, like the main event or somebody significant, you know, to do the pyro with. But, you know, to do it for everybody like that, it, it really, it, it really looks cheesy, yeah. Yeah, but then with the with the audio and the, and the fans, I really could care less about the pyro. The the surprise at the end behind Inner Circle was cool. My first thought was, oh man, I wonder how close those people are to those flames. But uh, other than that, I could care less for pyro. You know, maybe Cody, I guess, for his continual pomp and circumstance. But speaking of Cody, that was uh, he kicked off the fourth match of the night, him versus. Uh, Anthony, you know, Anthony Ogogo, uh, fifth match of the night was, well, I'm sorry, Cody won. Uh, Miro picked up the win against uh, Lance Archer, which I was shocked um, that uh, Miro picked the dub up on that one. And the, the resident dentist, uh, Britt Baker, finally can put the title to her moniker of being uh, the face of AEW as she dethroned Hikaru Shida uh, to become the better well, the, the women's champion with the better-looking, larger, actually form-fitting to other size uh, ladies champion. So what do you think about those three? Cody and Anthony, uh, Miro and Lance, and Sheeta and Britt. Well, with Anthony Agogo coming in with uh, what was said to be broken but now bruised ribs, you know, they he pretty and for this to be his like second match, you know, he he looked pretty good. You know, yeah, yeah he, he he moved around the ring pretty well. You know, his psychology was pretty good. You know, facials were good. So yeah, I I, I enjoyed that match between those two. I mean, that was uh, that was that was a pretty decent match that they put on. Uh, I was uh, worried to get blown up, but uh, he he had a lot in his gas tank. 
Yeah, he. I mean, yeah, he. They say he's been training for like eighteen months. So I mean, yeah. you know, so, so, and plus, I mean, he's used to doing that type of training. I mean, former Olympics, former, you know, all that, you know, all the, all the accolades that they were running off on him all night. So I mean, he's used to that type of uh, training, so, at least. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that was he did very well for his second match. You know, in especially going against somebody like Cody on a big stage like this. So. Mm-hmm. You know, hats off to him. Um, the next match was again, Miro, Miro and, and, and uh, Lance. Point. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was that was an interesting match. Like you, I thought they were going to give it to Lance. Uh, they kept it on uh, Miro. Um, I had I had Raj <laughs> who chimed in. It was like, you know, uh, I thought they were going to give it to uh, Lance of give him the push. And I was like, well, notice that they, they, he passed out to his to Miro's finisher and didn't tap out or, you know, or just give up. So that's what they usually do when they want to try to, you know, even, even in a loss, it keeps him strong. So, right, you know, the so I, yeah. I didn't want him to, to get choked out. For for him, I think that was a detriment and a bad finish. I would have rather have gone a DQ, and then it would have been that way than for uh, uh, another man, which now is going to look like the stronger man, to be like, "Well, I choked you out," you know. Well, yeah, I mean that's this is something that keeps that going and get this puts together another match for them. Uh, it keeps Lance in a strong position because he didn't tap out he didn't give up so i mean you know he can so he can say that in his promos yeah you had to you had to choke me out i had to pass out for you to win yeah i didn't give up you know i didn't tap out so you know that that just keeps that going that's that that's that's what faces that's what baby faces do yeah well i guess if they spin it like it was uh, you know do a zoom in maybe it was a legal choke or something then that'll you know i guess save face and then set them up for like a cage match or last man standing match. Yeah, and, it puts them it puts uh, them together it puts it together for another match for them at some point, which I wouldn't mind seeing. You yeah. know? So what about your uh your girl Britt Baker and uh Hikaru Shida? They did the damn thing. I would say this I would could put I would consider this match of the night. I agree. You know, uh, it included. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh yeah, I mean the her. Uh, you were thinking that it was going to be a malfunction, but <laughs> it didn't happen. Don't you mean to uh, it? <laughs> I'm saying, hey, whoever, all whoever, all made, that, whoever made that for uh, for Sheeta, you know, they did a pretty good job. Uh, you know, except for that little piece, but uh, you know, but uh, yeah, the match was great. You know, um, because was that? I thought. They were going to just say, hey, we need to go home on that one because of uh, how, you know, in order to put the lockjaw in, that was kind of putting her in a unique uh, camera angle situation. Yeah, true. So, you know, thankfully, it wasn't as bad as it could have been. Um, so that way they still got the finish. But I'm like, oh, man, if she put her in, you know, stretch it one more time. Yeah, they're going to have to do a cutaway real quick. And then yeah. how are they going to do the finish? So they may have to do a, a rollback, one, two, three, and, you know, get out the ring type of thing. But, yeah, uh, but, but but the match itself, the match itself was very good. 
like I said, I'll make that I'll make it match of the night. And, you know, I'm pretty happy to see um Britt get that uh get the get the belt now to see what she's gonna do with it. You know, it's been it's been a while and she should have had it for she she should have had it earlier than this, but they were waiting for Cheetah to get that crowd. You know, they wanted to have her have that that match with the crowd or whatnot. You know, she'd been she'd been champion for a year, so why not give her another give her that one match? You know, so yeah, I so, agree. Yeah, it was. I expect uh, Big Swole to show up now because out of everybody, oh, yeah. uh, Britt Baker was having issues with. It's kind of like Swole disappeared, and this would be interesting for her to show up this upcoming Friday at Dynamite. Um, and have a little something to say, or shoot, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Reba, not Rebel, or Rebel, not Reba, <laughs> actually turns on her and says, I actually intended to hit you on purpose, and you know, just so that way she could get the championship shot. But what'd you think about uh, the first time in ring in quite some time, the return in Sting, uh, teaming up with Darby Allen against Scorpio? Sky and Ethan Page. Sting had a Sting had a good showing. It was classic Sting. Yeah, you know the, the Sting Sting of Splash. He got he got everything in the Splash, the Sting of Scorpion Deathlock, Scorpion Death Drop. He got yep. ball. He got he got everything in. So yeah, he did. He it was pretty good. You know, Darby uh, did a did a pretty good job with hit with uh, working with him. You know, kind of uh, taking the onus in the match. You know, uh, he carried the bumps. He carried, yeah, he carried carried a lot of the bumps in there and everything. Um, Scorpio Sky and uh, Ethan Page did a pretty good job as their shells. You know, especially Scorpio Sky. You know, being that that's this is a match that you know he's been wanting for a long time. It's like one of his his dream match. He said was to be yeah. in the ring with Sting. So yeah, I'd say. Yeah. Page was uh, the runaway star as well. I haven't, he hasn't impressed me on the mic yet, but uh, his in-ring work tonight, I mean, made him look like a juggernaut. Uh, and somebody really that shouldn't be in a tag match, he should be going for the TNT championship. Um, I mean, he really proved himself and showed exactly what he had the potential to do uh, going up against um, Darby and Sting. I, I thought he did a hell of a good job. Very well impressed with that. But then also, you know, Sting pulling out moves like the Red Alert. I uh, first thought he was about to shoot for the Canadian Destroyer or something. I was like, what? You go, Sting. I guess he figured if he could do it, so can I. Yeah, he's been he, – he pulled out the code red one time in w, when he was in WWE, you know. But, um, yeah, he, he's, he's had to – he's had to improve – bring in a couple of moves in his move set in order to stay relevant. You know, right. stay, stay, to stay current. So yeah, uh, along with the just just a couple, you know, nothing, nothing too serious. You know, nothing that's gonna get him hurt or anything. But you know, just enough to keep him up to up to date. So yeah, that code red was something safe. You know, something he could pull off. And you know, yeah. yeah. Now the question is, how far down the line is it going to be before we have Darby versus Sting? in a cinematic match or something. I expect that to happen at some point in the next maybe six to eight months. 
just just to free Darby up to go singles and and give Sting something else to do. Uh, but that, that's just me. So then we had uh, my wife was not happy with the finish, <laughs> but uh, the triple threat for the AEW championship with uh, Kenny Omega retaining versus Pac and Orange Cassidy. So well, that, that you had. You had to know that was going to happen. You had I mean, to know he was going to win it. Secretly, yes, but I was really rooting for Pac. Well, I, I was mean, rooting for Orange Cassidy, but I oh. knew, but I knew, you know, that Kenny was, I mean, Kenny has to stay strong for a lot of reasons. He has to keep the belt for a lot of reasons. I so, but I so was yeah. With um, Jungle Boy winning, uh, the uh, Casino Battle Royale and getting a championship match in two weeks. I was like, who would I rather him face? Who would be a, a devious opponent without the run-ins and all that stuff? But that would have been Pac. You know, that, that would just be, man, an educational lesson for uh, Jungle Boy. Kenny Omega, yeah. you, you pretty much know how this is going to go. Yeah. Jungle Boy's going to be looking good. There's a good brothers. Jungle, I mean, uh, uh He's going to start looking good. There's Don Callis. That you know, it, you already know how this match is going to be, and it's on dynamite. So, you know, yeah, you won, get your obligatory match, and then we move on. And that's really not what I want because I think Jungle Boy deserves a little bit better than that. If that was the case, then I would have given uh, Christian an odd, and then you know, because Christian could take the hit, and it is what it is. I'll see you on the back end, and we'll have another match, but. I really want Jungle Boy to have a fair shake. I don't know. That's just me. Yeah, I can see. I can see that. But you know, they they want they're gonna make they're gonna Jungle Boy is the best right now for the situation. So you know, he he's the he's the big face that's gonna be on now. Now remember, okay, so that's in two weeks, right? Right. Okay, so that's what June. That's like what June, like June, like the twelfth or eleventh or something like that. Yeah. Okay, because I was thinking this is what they're gonna be putting up after the next the next big weekend because you got a lot of things going on on the weekend the weekend of June the sixth. You got June. They moved. The uh, New Japan has moved their Dominion show. They're uh, great. They're um, excuse me. They moved their next pay per view, their next big show, to uh, June the seventh, which is now going to be the uh, title match for uh, Okada. Because okay. now, um, because I haven't done a Nubian, a Deso Nubian in a while, but this is going to be a mini one, just for the, just for this situation. Um, there was supposed to be on January, on June the 6th, there's supposed to be the, uh, wrestling grand slam in the Tokyo dome, but because of what's been happening with the pandemic and everything in Japan, they moved it to the seventh, which is, which is the month, which is Monday. Right. Now, Will Ospreay has hurt his neck back in May on May 4th in his title defense against Shingo Takagi and they has no um time frame as to when he's going to come back 
So he's had to relinquish the IWGP World Championship. Mm. Weeks after that, Okada, who was supposed to get the title match on June the 6th, wound up catching COVID. So they postponed the match, which was supposed to be on May 29th, and moved it to June the 6th. Right. So now, because of the pandemic, like I said, they've moved it to June the 7th, and they've announced that since Okada is well enough to come back into the ring now after his quarantine, the match is going to be Okada versus Shingo Takagi for the world championship. Now, you also have the NWA show on June 6th, their pay-per-view, When when Our Shadows Fall. And then you also got the... um, uh, the, the, was it, the WWE pay-per-view was coming up, too, on, around that same time, right? Yep. So, Hell in a Cell? Mm-hmm. Isn't that, isn't that Sunday? I think so, yeah. So, yeah, you got three different events going on at the same time, and then they're going to be following that up with this match. So, you know, it's uh, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. I mean... You got your biggest heel against right now your biggest face uh, other than Moxley. Right. And I was so uh so yeah, um uh, they needed they needed somebody to back actually be there be there to, you know, put the numbers on the board. And being that Moxley's in the middle of this um tag team with Kingston, you're going to have you got the who, next best person is Jungle Boy. So yeah, it'll be a good. It should be a good match. We'll see how it goes, but um, yeah, I don't see, I don't see uh, Omega losing this belt anytime soon to anybody. Yeah. I agree. It's kind of like you know their thing. Your champion is going to be champion for quite some time. Jericho laid the foundation down. Uh, I think. Who do you think the next champion would be after Omega? My vote would be MJF. Because I'd hate for him to go a third round of just winning a dynamite diamond. I could see MJF winning the title, but not against against Omega. I mean, not again. I'm just saying after Omega. You know, Omega loses at some point, but who's going to be the next, I guess you can call it longevity champion. Um, oh yeah, MJ MJF would have to be, MJF would have to be next in line. And I would say at that point, that's how Jericho could get the championship, or if push come to shove, Cody could be forced to rescind uh, his original decision and become champion. Could be yeah. you know a short reign, but just yeah, like a, a like a, belt, you know, like a transitional champion. Yeah. Yep. Just just to put some, you know. Spotlight on uh, the T the TBS run or something like that. You know when when that's about to go live in January, that could happen. And then you could just take the belt off of him. You know, not nothing major, but it, he just did what he had to do. Mm-hmm. So it could be him in a mask or something coming down and challenging and winning a belt, and then you realize it was him. And then you know you're like it's just something I had to do. I don't know if he heel turned, whatever, but. It could be something that that your last match of the night, Stadium Stampede two. 
Did it live up to the first? I think it did live up to the first one. I actually think I believe I believe I like this one better than the first one. Really? I think I did. Even I think I did. Than, uh, Matt Hardy being reborn like eight times. Yeah, that yeah that that was that was one of the things that made this one better than uh, that one to me. Yeah, the Matt Hardy thing. No but uh, yeah, no buy. It was it was a pretty it was pretty clean. You know, I, I like I like. It, I, 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 the best part to me about it was when they went to the club level, and yeah. it was and it was M, R, FTR and uh, Satan and Ortiz, and then they had the, they throwing people around and whatnot, getting to each other. They have the drink, and then all of a sudden you got Conan on the ones and twos mm-hmm. over in the corner. You know, it, you know that that was that was a throwback. That was a, that was the Impact TNA throwback for for folks that didn't know. Uh, and the uh, uh, old um, APA throwback. Yeah, I can't remember who APA faced, uh, but they did have a ballroom brawl where they fought some people and then stopped, had a, a, a toast drink, and then they just carried on with who their opponents were. And it is it was what it was. One of the many times they were just destroying. Um, that referee's bar. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, it was a pretty, it was pretty good. I liked the way it ended. You know, with Guevara getting the getting a uh, win. You know, I, I like I like that. You know, uh, Sean Spears taking the uh, taking the pin. You know, I I couldn't see. I I kind of figured it would be him taking the pin out of all of them. You know, right. I didn't see anybody. I I couldn't. It didn't make sense to me to have anybody else take that pen, but yeah. uh, but uh, yeah, it was it was it was good. Uh, and now that it's one to one, how we how are they gonna what are they gonna do for the trilogy? How um, are they gonna how are they gonna work that out? Because they've already used they've already used two of their main gimmicks. A gimmick match, Survivor Series. It's gonna have to be an elimination match. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's it. You know, you, and it's only elimination by a pin of submission. So uh, you just have to work it all the way down until it's four on one, three on one, one on one, whatever it is. And that's how you end it. But that, that's what I would do. And I would probably do that match on the Jericho Cruise. If they, mm. uh, if that's able to happen. Then I would no, it's, hap- it's happening. Well, I mean, allegedly. Nothing, I don't believe it, you know, anything cruise line related until, you know, we see people on it that get off the boat without COVID. So uh, I doubt you're going to see that. Yeah. Until we get to that point, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if they want to r- risk uh, their entire roster being in a Petri dish of uh, COVID. Because, you know, even though you're vaccinated, you can still get it. So, you know, you can't even rely on that. It's just you know, X amount of, you know, hundreds of people confined it's not going to be pretty but uh my question to you from a production standpoint before we wrap up is do you think they did the actual stampede live or no or you you think that's what i'm thinking right i'd say probably 90 percent of it was taped the night before and then uh the rest of it was a spillover when jericho and and spears and guevara all came into uh daily's place you know what the giveaway was? What? Jericho's arm. The bandages kept coming off. 
Right. And every time they went to a new scene with him, the bandages were all all back together again. It was like it was just rewrapped. So yeah, yeah, they they that a lot of that a lot of that was taped. I would say a lot of that was taped. I would say a, I would say a good bit of that was taped. Yeah, that, they, was- live, they did some live stuff in between to kind of make it you know look like it looked like it was put together all y'all live or whatever, but. A lot of that stuff, you know, yeah. Some of that, I would say, a good seventy-five percent of it was taped. Yeah, my my thought was, I was hoping that, well, Ada Crowd can't be mad like it was a couple weeks ago. No, uh, so uh, no, they can't be mad. Had, I mean, they're tired. They gave them OG, you know, Warrior Rumble, WrestleMania, four-hour specials, plus the pre-show uh, tonight. But you know, I was like, man. Gonna be kind of sucky to watching the whole entire stadium stampede on the one monitor, but you know once they spilled in, I was like, okay, they they gave them something, and they gave them a go home moment. So then I'm like, okay, good job. They learned their lesson. There was actually no botched, um, you know, production issues this time. Everything went smoothly. So I would call this a 100% successful pay per view from stem to stern. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, I, if I had to pick something, I'd have to nitpick on, like, oh, this could have been a little better, that could have been a little better type of thing. But uh, other than that, yeah, I, I was happy with it. Uh, but I will say that the biggest surprise, and you can tell me, maybe you know, how in the hell they allowed this to happen, but uh, Mark Henry is now a, a trainer and is going to be heavily involved in Rampage starting August 13th. How did they well, let Mark Henry slip through their fingers? Well, I don't know if Mark Henry has been under contract with them at all for a while. Um, he might I, I haven't heard anything about a Legends contract or anything like that with him. And he's been on Busted Open Radio for a while, you know, doing this thing with uh, Bubba Ray and everything on the radio, on, on their podcast. So, I mean. Podcast and the Busted Open stuff. Sometimes he's a little critical, but mostly it's still heavy WWE favored, I guess. the best. Yeah, way. yeah, it okay. is. So I thought he was just, you know, Ledger's contract part of the groove. And then when they need him, you know, there he is type of thing. But yeah, man, they lost the Big Show and Mark Henry. That's not a good look. Well... Uh, it'll be interesting to see him on commentary. You know, I've, it's been interesting watching Big Show do his thing. Mark Henry has, has got really good commentary. The times that he's he's been on and done things, I mean, it, his mic skills are solid. I'd say it's better than Big Show. Big Show is, tonight was really good. Um, he, he sounded well. His cadence was well. Um, even uh, had some good banter with... Uh, uh, Jim Ross. Um, yeah, he, he pissed me off Friday, though. <laughs> he really pissed me off Friday. First of all, first of all, trying to be all, you know, talking all tough and whatnot to everybody and whatnot, you know, knowing that he ain't going to do shit. And then mm-hmm. him fumbling around with that scale. <laughs> like he ain't never worked a scale before. Come on, man. And then he knew they were about the same size. So rather than moving everything around and doing, you know, or pretending he's moving everything around, he just sort of kept it where it was. They were a pound off. 
<laughs> you know? He's just standing there looking crazy like, oh, I, didn't, I didn't practice this before, you know. Uh, I'm never gonna... Give him some time. He's no Tony Schiavone, man. I'm like, you know, but yeah, I was, yeah, he was make, he was upsetting me. I was like, man, I'm about to turn this. <laughs> Way is as he's done for no reason whatsoever. He would have made it, you know, given that big fight feel. But uh, so yeah, there you have it. But why, But even though, even then, why do that then? And then they turned around and did it Saturday. Who knows? Just pop and circumstance. Hmm. No. Yeah, that's about all you could chalk that up to. You know, fill it just a little bit of filler, just something to do to, to to grow it for no reason. That's about it. But you know, that was it in a nutshell. That was a pay per view. I call it. A, if I had to give it a letter grade, I'd give it an A. What about you? Yeah, I give it an A. So I give it an A. It was on. pretty. It was pretty entertaining. It kept me interested. I mean, not unlike some other organizations and their shows lately. But uh, oh, no, I agree. I agree. It's, and there's no contest in there. Like I said, you know, they got a lot to prove and something big to pull off a hell in a cell. Otherwise, I'd be disappointed 2.0. Uh, but we'll, we'll see, you know, what can happen. I still think the best thing they're producing right now is talking smack. Yeah. And that says a lot. <laughs> yeah. So, um, especially these last couple of weeks, there's no need, no need to watching it. Uh, but... Um, thank you guys and gals for uh, hanging out with us. This was just going to be a, a quick uh, introspective into uh, AEW's first major pay-per-view of the year. Um, you know, myself, People's Choice, uh, big guy KG will be joining us uh, next time. Then you've got the Nubian Sumo James here hanging out. Looking forward to next week where we'll discuss uh, everything that happens this upcoming Friday uh, with uh, Dynamite. And then we'll see what uh, on Raw uh, their rebuttal is to live crowds, hype crowds, full capacity, plus um, being on uh, this pay-per-view and Friday to see if they're going to give any type of different feel or, or try to rebuttal with bigger action, better storylines, something. And then uh, we'll, we'll see what's going to happen on the indie circuit, especially since there's some moving and shaking and I guess uh, AEW's doors are starting to open up again, letting people in. And uh, there's going to be some, uh, what, uh, we're less than, well, about a month away from non-compete clauses ending. So I know there's some behind-the-scenes negotiations uh, going to where all those people that were let go in WWE uh, a couple months ago uh, will be uh, ending up. So we'll start hearing those rumblings, I would imagine, over the next couple weeks as well. So on the YouTube front, you're already here, so you know where we are. Click the like button, subscribe, all that other fun, crazy stuff. Um, on the, the podcast side, you know, you got us on Anchor and all the other places you can listen. Uh, see if I can remember them all. Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Apple Music, Podtail, Podbean, uh, Podpod, you know, listen, listen, plug in, pull it off the airwaves.com, you know, all that crap. <laughs> Because <laughs> I remember half of that KG stuff. That's his job. We got one job. That's all I need to do. Uh, I have no idea who that is. Okay. So, uh, any final words? Nah. Just, uh, Konnichiwa, bitches. Oh.
I guess we're going to go there. Diversify your goddamn bonds. Peace.